Welcome to Off the Clock, a podcast by Persino Wells and Woodland, where we take a team-centered, family-focused approach to serving the estate planning and elder law needs of our community on the Eastern Shore. I'm Sherry Holder, the firm manager at PWW Law, and I'm joined today by one of our attorneys, Amber Woodland. As a self-proclaimed podcast junkie, I couldn't be more excited than to be your host today. So let's get started. Hello, Amber. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. I'm excited. Yeah, I am too. So several years ago, Megan, our client services director, came to all of us and asked us to document our why. And I remember thinking at the time it was a provocative question because it wasn't why would we engage in services with the firm? It was more why am I a good fit for the firm and vice versa? And for me, the answer was simple. Um, It was values. The more complex and maybe interesting answer would be where did those values originate from? And how do I incorporate those beliefs into the daily management of myself, our team, and our firm? So Amber, you've talked a lot about why we need various estate planning documents. Today, I'd like to take you off the clock in this segment and ask you to share with us your why. Do you have a story of origin that ties into your your journey as an attorney and partner? So you're going to have to cut me off because I'll probably go way back and could talk for days about my why. But when I think origin and I think my history and what led me to where I am today, I go all the way really back to the day I was born and I think about those early years, I have some really vivid memories of my fundamental years, which I was fortunate to spend with my great grandmother. So Grandma Edna held a very, very special place in my life. And when I was a youngin, I spent almost every day with her. And I have so many strong core memories related to my time with her. And it, it did start kind of on the day I was born. I was born on her mother's birthday. So the roots go deep and I held just as special of a place in her heart as she held in mine. And I think about little things and, you know, I, I ate oatmeal for breakfast this morning, kind of in memory of her, because that's something that she would serve to me. And I was excited to talk about her today. And I think sometimes about just like sitting on her kitchen floor and tinkering around with a toaster or an alarm clock that she would say, you want to know how that works? Take it apart and put it back together and you'll figure out how it works. And she was so patient and so loving and so nervous nurturing, but at the same time, so strong and so independent. And she sort of, I feel like taught me, learn the inner workings of something and you'll understand how it's built and you will understand how it works. And I feel like I use that all the time in my life. And it's just super impressionable, I guess, those little things that we did that seem silly that I still think about. And there's a lot of other things that I could talk about related to our time together. But some of the other things that kind of stand out to me related to Grandma Medna is she was sort of a pioneer before her time. And she was widowed at a young age. She lived alone for the rest of her life. She was super in control of everything. She was smart. She was witty. She did everything that you could imagine. She would sharpen the blades on her lawnmower. She would do everything for herself. And I 
think one of the biggest gifts that she gave to me is my confidence. I think she taught me, you want to do it, you can do it. You can be anything that you want to be. So what would she say about you today? Uh, she would be proud. You know, she, she didn't pass away until I was 18. And I think that that's really special that I got to spend 18 years with my great grandmother. That's something unique and something unusual and something that a lot of people don't get. And I feel like it's a big gift that I got to spend 18 years with her. And I think now she's looking down on me. She's looking down on me, not as only as a business leader, as an attorney, but also as a mother, as a daughter, as a friend. And I think that she would just be proud. Mm -hmm. Um, I was a freshman in college when she passed away and I was 12 hours away from home and I got the call that she had passed on and it was hard, but you know, I didn't leave any regrets on the table. She knew that I loved her and she knew what she meant to me. And it, it sort of just brought about some other things and some other special moments. And so as she aged and, and I got older too, we didn't spend nearly as much time together. But in the last years of her life, she developed dementia. She went to a nursing home and I was a teenager and I had the opportunity to go on a field trip with my grandma. And we went to one of my favorite places. We went to the beach. She was in a wheelchair at the time. I rode on a bus with her and some other residents of the nursing home. And I look back on that now and I kind of realize it shaped now who I am, just a simple experience like going to the beach with my great grandma. And I don't think I realized I was too young to realize that that was actually going to be a pivotal moment for me in my career to say time is what matters. And, and the experiences that we had really have shaped me into who I am today. So do you think that experience um, led you to the area of practice that you are involved in today? I don't think any one experience did, but what I think led me into serving seniors in our community is the respect, the admiration, and the love I have for seniors. And absolutely, the time that I spent with her was some of my favorite time. And I sort of feel like now I get to spend my favorite time with my clients, and I sort of get to honor her through serving my clients who are seniors. Yeah. Well, she sounds like an interesting lady. She was incredible. Yeah. So as a firm, we have intentionally spent a lot of time on personal and professional development and our leadership practices from Landmark Forum to the Disney Leadership Institute. Can you kind of give us an idea of how those experiences have shaped your communication with others including your clients? So I like to dig deep. I like to kind of soul search a little bit sometimes. And I enjoy doing things like Disney Leadership Institute and Landmark Forum. And I like to read. I like to listen to books. I like to kind of understand why I am the way that I am and why other people are the way that they are. I think that relates to I have a psychology degree and I and I chose that when I went to college because that fascinates me. And Disney Leadership Institute was a place where I felt like I dug pretty deep and I found some really simple things about me that I think will live with me forever. And one of the things we did on the last day at Disney Leadership Institute was 
learn and figure out how to live your legacy and what that really looks like. How do you live your legacy? And, and really what that means is what do you want people to say about you when you're no longer here? And uh, so I think as that Disney Leadership Institute experience translates, I realize that my intentions are great, but my behaviors matter more. And so how can I be consistent with how I act? And that is with everyone, including my clients. And I think for me, the takeaway from that was I want to be focused. I want to be the bright spot for people. I want to be the light. I also want to be kind and caring and compassionate. And every day I try to be really intentional about those types of behaviors. And anybody who knows anything about me knows that I'm a Disney fan. And I think about my time at Disney Leadership Institute and the takeaways from that. And I think, you know, in some ways I want the characteristics of a Disney princess, <laughs> but I, I don't think that I can emulate those characteristics and be the, that person if it hadn't been for my roots and the people who shaped me to be who I am today. I then think about Landmark Forum and you want to talk about a raw experience. That's a three-day immersive, really raw soul-searching experience. But the takeaway from Landmark Forum for me was how can I communicate my thoughts and feelings and how can I make sure the people in my life know how I feel and one of the things that I did after Landmark Forum was I actually wrote my grandfather a letter. And something that sort of haunted me a little bit was my grandfather was going to pass away. He was so instrumental, too, in my childhood and my upbringing, and he wasn't going to know the impact that he had on me. And I realized through going into Landmark Forum and going through that process that if I don't tell him, he's never going to know. So the Father's Day after Landmark Forum, I wrote him a two-page letter and I outlined exactly what he meant to me. He passed away in November and I look back on that and think I am so thankful that he knew exactly who he was, what he meant to me, and how he also influenced me and my life and who I am today. And you know what? He kept that folded letter on his nightstand and told me time and time again, he cherished it so much. And when he passed, I had sort of this sense of freedom. I wasn't going to stand at his funeral and say all the things about him. I was able to say all the things to him. And I, I just, it was, it was incredible. And I sort of have a sense of peace in knowing that he knew that I thought he was honest, dependable, trustworthy, trusting, all these things to me that I hope I can be to others. And it, it's just, it truly does. It shapes how I interact with everyone because of these instrumental people in my life. So speaking of others and learning to communicate differently and maybe more open, uh, openly has that caused you to conduct your practice with your clients any differently? Have you made shifts in the way you conduct that practice over the years? Absolutely. Uh, a couple years ago, I had a client who passed away. He was one of my very first clients. He saw me every year and he would tease with me. He would say, I'll come in and pay your fees just so I can talk to you. And I never charged him to just talk to me, but he kind of held a special place in terms of a 
from a client's perspective and not necessarily my family, he was a lot like family and I treated him like that and he treated me like that. And I had the privilege of being his trustee and his executor after he passed away a couple years ago. And I realized in that moment that I am going to treat my clients the way that I would treat my family. And I'm going to treat their family the way that I would treat my family. And I'm going to carry out my clients' wishes exactly the way that they wanted me to carry out their wishes. And it's truly an honor to be asked to serve in that role. Yeah. So can you just briefly explain the significance of that role so anyone listening understands how that's different from an attorney fiduciary responsibility that all attorneys have? Sure. So when you're creating an estate plan, you are picking the right people for the right jobs and the right positions. And so when you pass away, you have the job of saying, hopefully in advance in a written plan, who you want to carry out those wishes. So that's typically called a trustee, an executor, a personal representative. A lot of our clients will name trusted family members, friends, other advisors that they have a relationship with. But some of our clients choose to name us. And it adds a level of responsibility when we're not just the attorney, but we're also the fiduciary to to really be responsible and prudent and take that job very, very seriously. And I think when this client I'm referring to passed away, something changed for me. And I realized that I can talk all day, every day about the administrative tasks after a person passes away and I can give the to-do list. But when it was someone I cared about that passed away, it added a level of emotion to an otherwise really long list of tasks. And my perspective changed. And I think through that, I now can counsel my clients, and especially when I'm serving in that role, much differently. And from a much more emotional standpoint, I think that that also lends itself to our practice and that we're women and we take a caring and compassionate approach. And I think back to my pop and my grandma and I'm thinking to myself, well, I'm caring and compassionate because they were caring and compassionate and nurturing. I didn't get that on my own. I got that from them. And I just try as best as I can to emulate that in my dealings and workings with my clients. But when I'm serving as trustee, I take it very, very seriously. And I'm quick to say, you're like family to me. You can trust me. And I'm going to carry out these wishes as if you were my own grandfather. And you you don't have anything to worry about. And that sense of trust, but also the peace of mind that the client has is something that brings me joy. Yeah, so I feel like we could sit here and talk all day about personal stories, um, but we need to wrap it up at some point. So you clearly have a rich history and strong roots. Um, So it's been interesting. I want to thank you for your vulnerability, and hopefully we can come back and expand on this at a later time. Sounds good. I'd love to. Thank you. Thanks for being with us today on Off the Clock. If you'd like to learn more about us, visit our website at pwwlaw.com. Of course, you can contact us directly by calling 302-628-4140 or emailing info at pwwlaw.com. We are here to help you plan today to protect your families tomorrow. See you next time. Anything discussed on Off the Clock is for general informational purposes only and is not intended to create an attorney-client relationship. To obtain the most reliable guidance, listeners are encouraged to seek personalized advice from qualified professionals. 